Hey Blockheads, this is DM Mitch. And this is DM Neil. We want to take a moment to thank all of you who support this and all other Block Party Podcast Network shows through Patreon. Yes, thank you so much for your support. We also wanted to take a second to tell you about our next stretch goal. That's right. When we reach $400 of monthly support, we will begin a new podcast called The DM Book Club. The DM Book Club will be a monthly released podcast where we have an in-depth discussion on official and unofficial RPG materials, and even some novels. The DM Book Club will have guests just like the Dungeon Master's Block. Every book that we look at, we will discuss from the viewpoint of, you guessed it, the DM. Books will be voted on by Patreon members. So if you want to see this goal become a reality, you can help by heading over to www.patreon.com slash network. Again, thanks for listening and supporting us. And now enjoy the episode. the Dungeon Master's Block, the place where we focus on the Dungeon Master, the most important person in the game, the only person capable of playing God, killing characters, and lowering the ego of all of the people at the table. I'm one of your hosts, DM Neil, aka Jotmoniac. And I'm DM Mitch. And today, we have an episode that will warm your heart. It's as simple as that. We have Sam and Birdie from Dungeons, Dragons, and Daughters. They are the daughters of Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters, and we ask them about their experience DMing because they have DM'd games and they are nine years old. And I'm not going to lie, the advice that they give kind of, it's one of those things where it's like someone so much younger than me has such great ideas. I'm going to hang up my dice. I, I had <laughs> I had several moments where I felt that way. But like I said, it is a fun-filled episode with some great advice packed in there. And you also get uh, a lot of information on Dave, and you get a lot of information on whiskey and even toots. So make sure that you're prepared. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Get ready. But <laughs> before that, we're going to ha- shout out some iTunes reviews. So all of these reviews come from Canada, and the first one comes from Elfrimi and is entitled Fun and Entertaining, Five Stars. I'm not much of a D&D player, but some podcasts transcend their primary focus and are worth listening to, no matter what system floats your boat. The guys from the Dungeon Master's Block share interesting advice for your campaigns, tell interesting tales from their own campaigns, and have spawned other cool ideas like DMnastics. I'm still a year behind in the backlog, but looking forward to listening to all they have to offer. So thank you so much, Elfrimi, for that review. That's awesome. Thank you, and hopefully you've caught up and are just jam-packed with ideas. Yes. Speaking of floating your boat, the next review comes from (laughs) DM Boats and Lows. As you already know, this review is from Canada, but we're going to make sure you know because it's entitled (laughs) Goes Great with a Poutine in an Igloo. As a DM who started in 4E, I know this podcast has given me ideas and inspiration to start up again in 5E. We're doing the Lord's work. DMs Mitch and Chris created dinner table 
atmosphere where ideas, stories, and opinions are shared. A must listen for anyone wanting to give DMing a go or infuse their current games with awesome D&D goodies. And yes, I am Canadian. <laughs> Just in case so, you weren't sure. <laughs> yes. Thank you, DM Boats and Lows. And thank you for making that your iTunes name. Yes. Our next one comes from Cranky Brown and it's entitled Found on Twitter, Led Me Here. Five stars. Enjoying this for sure. New to DMing and to new players as well. Your ideas and thoughts will be very helpful. Looking forward to more podcasts and learning. So thank you so much, Cranky Brown, for that not-so-cranky review. Yep. And hey, that Twitter is working out. And Neil, now that we're done our reviews, you know it's only time for one thing. <gasps> Let's head to the meat and whiskey. <laughs> Starving. We ain't had nothing but maggoty bread for three stinking days. Why can't we have some meats? The flat meat back on the menu, boys. So for this segment of the meat, we have a very special episode with the two youngest members of the Block Party Podcast Network. Here with us today is Sammy and Bertie Bolin, the daughters of of the Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters podcast. Also with them is Kurt Boland, but he's not that important for this episode. We'll talk about him later. But anyway, Sammy, Birdie, and Kurt, I suppose. Welcome to the show. Say hi to the listeners. Hi. Hey, guys. Hi, everybody. Hi. Isn't it just Sam? No, no, no. Say, please say Sam because I will scream if you call me Sammy one more time. Okay, got it. Got it. Please don't scream. Our ears cannot take it. <laughs> All right, girls, we're going to ask you some questions. And Neil, you get to start us off with the first question. I feel like this is risky. Sam, Birdie, can you tell us a little bit about yourselves? Whatever you think okay. the listeners need to know right now. Okay. For breakfast, I had a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> And then for dinner, I had some chicken and some cheese. And then, uh, what? Cheese. <laughs> then I cut the cheese. <laughs> oh. Important information. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and my favorite animal is a bear. I thought it was a duck. Mm. Well, ducks are one of my favorite animals. Okay, I feel like we should move on. Boom. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, don't you guys want to talk more about me? You kind of blew it. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think other people would be interested in hearing about, about Samantha Bowen? Um, well, I do lots of activities, and I'm really into theater, and Ooh. I live with three dorks. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt is the real all, dork. All true facts still. <laughs> Batting a thousand so far. I would say I'm a sweet dork. But not evil. <laughs> I can be evil, but sweet I'm not, I'm not taking that. Yes. Yeah, she's the sweetest evil I smell floral. you'll ever find in a nine-year-old. All right, Birdie, okay. tell us about yourself. I'm Bertie Bolin. My middle name is Anne. I'm nine and a half years old. I'm getting braces tomorrow. Oh. Yeah. I love bacon. I have a stuffed animal named Puppers. I, she's pretty worn out, but she's pretty good. Pretty good. 
And <laughs> Sam is very annoying. <laughs> Tell us about yourself. Sam is very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> is Puppers, I'm going to take a guess, is Puppers a puppy? How did you know? I thought I he won. was a... I won the game. I'm, wait, I'm gone. Wait, Bye, wait. guys. Wait, I, I thought it was a dragon no, or a sloth. How, how long have you had Puppers for? Seven years? Yeah, and you were two when you got her? her yeah. yeah? What, what kind of activities do you like to do? I really want a dog. I say pretty much every day, can I have a dog? Can I have a dog? <laughs> Never have it. <laughs> and there you have it. Yeah. You like dog <laughs> activities. Boom. She likes um, like pooping in the woods. I d- I've done a lot of theater. <laughs> I've done about ten plays. You have done a lot of plays, play, that's right. It's Aladdin. That's and the I latest like, one. I was Jasmine's Ooh. attendant. I like playing video games. So do I. Nice. What's your favorite video game? I can't choose for Roblox or Minecraft. Roblox or Minecraft? Yeah. And my favorite color is neon pink and neon yellow. Neon pink and neon yellow. And also sometimes neon orange. Why Why neon? They're very beautiful colors. <laughs> and I hate basketball. I hate it. I, l- I love how Ooh, she sounds. Af- me too. Yeah. Yeah, and Sam loves it. Wait, love what? <laughs> I'm oh, going was to Sam college. the one who liked waffles? Yes. Yeah, I'm the one who likes waffles. Oh. I'm going to college. I'm not, I'm not batting a thousand with Sam today. <laughs> <laughs> For any of the listeners out there who haven't heard your podcast, which they should, right? Can you guys yes! tell them a little bit about Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters? Like, For any listeners who don't know what it is, what would you tell them about the show? Okay, Dungeons and Dragons and Yarns. Oh, well, that was a bird. It's about the wonderful character Mimi and her sidekick Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> and her hunchman. And Galaxy sidekick. Um, no, your hunchman, Dave. Wait, your sidekick has a sidekick? Yeah. <laughs> no, Dave. No, who no, is your hunchman. Drunk but smart and dumb. Very dumb. Yeah. Um, and my parents died. It's a fun and it's lots of fun adventures of Mimi and her sidekick and her sidekick sidekick going and saving the universe. And Greg wants to marry me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the summary. That's what you would tell people okay. if they asked us about I our show. I am a very powerful wizard, to my opinion, who's my sidekick, <sighs> and I like punching stuff. <laughs> Even though I'm a wizard. You are the punching <laughs> wizard. And I'm very powerful like for my punching. I'm a druid. And I really love animals. And so I want a lot of pets. And you have a dinosaur. I, ha- I do have a dinosaur. And I There's another thing that Mimi really loves. Oh, I have a um, pet pony named... Tiny ginger, tiny ginger, tiny. Ginger. I thought I thought you were gonna bring up. I thought you were gonna name whiskey right away. Oh, and I love and Mimi loves whiskey. <laughs> My pony's name is Bacon. I like to eat out of him. <laughs> <laughs> this got dark real quick. <laughs> and I collect a lot of objects. I write them in my inventory and Curtis. Gets very mad. Does he? You can't just write stuff <laughs> in your inventory. <laughs> I wrote, I wrote, I wrote Oreos, and no one wanted my Oreos. 
have lots of stuff. Girl, girls, do, do you want to hear my 10-second my pitch that I tell to people <laughs> when they ask me? Yes. And, and you can tell me if it's accurate or not? Yeah. Okay, I say that Dungeons and & Dragons and & Daughters is a dad introducing D&D to his twin daughters, Sam and Birdie, who are obsessed with whiskey and Mage Hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's about accurate, but you also forgot Dave. Well, <laughs> he forgot all the important stuff that you guys talked <laughs> <Yeah>. about. <laughs> you really did. Well, that, 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 that's a really good point because one of the things that I, I enjoy so much about our show is that we, Dave, the sidekick, sidekick, according to Sam. Or the hunchman, according is, to Bertie. Or the, the hunchman. Yes, hunchman. He has a very poor yep. back. That's why he's the hunchman. Not a henchman, a hunchman. <laughs> we, we try yeah, and do. And he has a big nose that's shapely odd. And he has and a hunchman. Dumb but lasso. smart. And lo- loves and, drunk. and loves <laughs> and loves musculators. Right. I I do think that we should pause for a moment and say that we don't we don't advocate for underage drinking in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. <laughs> that it's all playful and and good fun references to to alcohol and alcohol use, but it is a, it is a serious topic. Underage drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I gave I gave him a drink. It's too bad this is an audio <laughs> format. That, that look that Sam gave me was pretty priceless. So, again, describing our show. Yes, thank you for bringing up Dave, because Dave is a rotating cast member that we try and bring new people on each episode to, to play Dave, our favorite halfling cleric. He's coming like a wrecking ball. And I've, <laughs> from, from a Dungeon Master's perspective, I find it to be hilarious to see how each individual plays a Dave a little bit different and how they interact with the girls and how some some folks feed into the goofiness of the, the and the antics of the girls more than others. <laughs> yeah. And those always tend to be What the best goofiness? No, I yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Wonder. What is there? It's subtle. Wonder. Yeah, yeah. Okay, moving on to the next question. The please. next question. It's a surprise question from one of our listeners who's named DM Pax, and they want to know, what do you think a healing potion would taste like? I think it tastes like... No, no the Mountain Dew. <laughs> Mountain Dew? I think it would taste No, it's like... Um, my dad's tooth? Me dad's tooth? And so that is what you think a health potion would taste like? <laughs> my voice is a little, voice is a little hoarse. There, there are no I wrong have answers. A health potion for you. No, no, no. Just <laughs> let <laughs> me die. <laughs> no, thank you. I, I can walk it off. I'm good. How long have you now been playing Dungeons and Dragons? Two years. About two yeah. years. And what is it that you love about playing Dungeons and Dragons? Mage hand. <laughs> Mage hand. I love just being another character in a fantasy world and doing fantasy things and also being able to drink. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like adults playing. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) We're very young adults. We're very not mature. Yeah, I I find it hilarious that that I continue to get consistent feedback from folks that they are surprised at there's not much of a difference between nine-year-olds playing D&D and adults playing D&D. <laughs> 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 
Have you guys played any other characters than the ones in... Yes! You have? Which one was your favorite? Actually, yes. Um, I only have one other one because I don't feel like making another one until <laughs> I keep playing this one. Her name is Jaya, and she's a bard. And I, I love Jaya because every time Jaya uses uh, vicious mockery, Sam on the spot comes up with the insults that the vicious mockery is. <laughs> yes. That's fantastic. And it's, and it's always lot, hilarious. I have a lot of characters. What kind of a character was, was that? Uh, she was a blah, blah, blah. A blah, blah, blah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. She, and then you have Brenna. Do you figure what the name of it is? is she, it's the one that fights with their with their fists, right? A, m- a monk? A monk, yeah, good job. And then I have this other character that I keep forgetting. Oh, oh, Brenna. oh. Brenna Timbers. Timber! <laughs> and what is her type? Is she a gnome or a wizard? She's a blah blah blah. We just we just talked about that. <laughs> okay, so so the one was a the monk was a was a tiefling monk that, that she had created, right? And I thought that she really enjoyed that character class because she did get she does get to punch everyone, which she's constantly trying to do on our show as a wizard. And surprisingly <laughs> successful at it as well. Um, and then the second one that you made was a... Brenna Timber! A, a forest gnome sorcerer. Yeah. And the reason why you like the sorcerer so much is because you still get to use Mage Hand, right? still get to. What about the Mage Wait, hand? I also get to use Mage Hand with Brenna. What is the scariest, scariest monster that you've ever had to fight in Dungeons & Dragons? Um, the big spiders. You don't like spiders? Oh, I don't like them. I hate them. I will devour them and crush them. <laughs> did you run away from the spiders? Or did you run in and fight them because you had to get rid of them? I walked. I know what my favorite. <laughs> Actually, if cool I if I remember correctly, <laughs> goblin. I think that was the episode that you abandoned your group and went immediately for the <laughs> treasure chest. <laughs> mm. Been there. <laughs> Fiddler does that. Oh, and I also don't. Oh, and I also hate goblins. Like I crush them. Yeah, if I was dungeoning, I would do fifty. Are goblins scary? No, I just hate them. They kill my parents. They, okay. they, did not, they didn't kill your parents. Yes, though. they did. <laughs> you can't tell me my backstory. <laughs> Touche. Bird, what about, what about you? Well, I don't really have a worst. I have a favorite. You have a favorite? Okay. Puppies. Oh, that was in my episode. Lo- <laughs> oh, yeah, the blink did dogs that we did puppies? in your adventures. I didn't want to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted they one of trying to tame them to be a pet. Didn't work. I'm bad at trying to be so, pet. So she, we spent about 15 minutes of rolling animal handling to see if <laughs> Galaxy could tame one of these blink dogs and make it her pet. Didn't work so, out. So Sam, you were you were DMing this game and you made you made Birdie have to fight puppies? Yes, I did. Oh, you sound like a cruel DM. No, I'm just teaching her a lesson. I'm teaching I'm teaching her you can't always rely on dogs and sometimes mm. you have to sacrifice them instead of you. And when That's you an important lesson we all have to Remember, play. never trust a puppy. <laughs> Birdie, I'm pretty sure I know the answer, but have you been a dungeon master yet? 
not on the show, but <gasps> in uh, one of our side oh, adventures, she awesome. did do an adventure for us. Oh, great. What did you do? Did you have Sam fight kittens <laughs> to get back at her? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was before I had her fight. It was about an ocean adventure. <gasps> the first thing, we were on, they were on a boat. There was a driver. He's, he Right away, he abandoned his ship right when they were on there. And he was reasoning why. And I don't remember because that was like a year ago. That's all I remember. So long ago. Every second feels like a year. I would like to say, once again, just like adults. I don't remember. That was like a year ago. So, well, I just remember being blown away by So her very first adventure, what does she do? She takes us on this underwater adventure on this pirate ship. It was amazing. Oh, that's great. Wait, Wait, my island mine wasn't minutes. amazing? Yours was amazing, too. All of your adventures were amazing. yours was amazing. You made them fight puppies. How could it not be amazing? <laughs> I know, right? And then my dad's like, it's not amazing. I'm like, what? <laughs> All right, follow-up question about dungeon mastering, because you've both done it. What made you guys want to be a DM? What made you want to do it for the first time? Because I saw, um, well, I remember I was going to the source with my dad for the first time. I saw mm-hmm. these guys playing D&D. I said, I want to be a dungeon master. <laughs> Actually, I wanted to do it because my, I saw my dad do it, and I'm like, huh, I could do that. But and it's actually failed. a lot harder than it looks. Oh, and I failed. <laughs> what? I made your fat puppies. Don't tell me. I failed. She you did failed. not fail. She did. She hit it out of the park. You failed. You failed. I wanted that bread. I, I knew she was serious about it, too, when she asked me for her own copy of a player's handbook and a monster's Ooh. manual. Nice. But not the Dungeon Master's Guide. <laughs> Not a Dungeon Master's guy, no. <laughs> what about what about you, Birdie? What made you want to DM? Uh, well, Sam convinced me, pretty much. Oh. Um, but then I enjoyed it, but I don't want to take time and write a story. <gasps> that is, like, the best part because you get to plan out funny moments. I and, was like, go- bloopers. For mine, I was, like, was going to have you guys fight 50 <laughs> goblins. I can, I can do that. Besides, I hate goblins. Dad said that was too much. Did your dad help you guys get ready to be a dungeon master? Actually, no. <laughs> I no. did it. I did it by myself. Oh, that's I g- awesome. I gave them no guidance whatsoever. They're just they were like, yeah, we're going to plan it. We're going to do it. It's like, okay, well, let me know if you have any questions. And they didn't. That's they awesome. just well, dove for, right into it. For my latest adventure, I was like, how do you tell what the level of the monster is? But that basically was, oh. So, girls, I want to ask you another question because you said you guys said that you did dungeon mastering all by yourselves, and that's pretty awesome. Like, you guys, you guys are, what, nine and a half years old, yes? Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nine and a half in a couple days. Now, I don't know if you guys know this, but there are people who are, like, way, way older than you who are afraid to try and Dungeon Master for the first time. They might look and be like, oh, the rules are scary, or it's scary to get behind the shield, the Dungeon Master shield, and, like, run a game for people. Is there any advice that you would give to anybody out there who's, like, afraid to try Dungeon Mastering for the first time? Yes, I actually do, and it's some convenient advice that's said by my dad. Um, for 
Dungeons and Dragons, whatever you DM, you don't have to follow the rules. You can do whatever you want, really. But it's also nice to follow some of the rules. It's up to the dungeon master. Up to me! (laughs) (laughs) Because the most important thing is having fun. Yeah. Well, and having cookies, but yes. And having cookies. (laughs) Great. Or maybe waffles. Who's to say? (laughs) (laughs) This is your game. You get to decide what you eat. Well, one thing that I thought that was really, really interesting as well is that Sam had actually pulled out her Chromebook and had that set up behind the Dungeon Master screen, very similar to the way that I play with a with a laptop. And she had pulled up Google Docs and Google Spreadsheets and started creating tables of NPCs and monsters and writing in notes and writing out a, on a Word document um, just by watching me and... Just, I was just blown away by that of just showing just how much kids are sponges and how much they observe and, and notice these things that just from our sessions, they just pick that up as, as a habit. It's like, oh, that, that seems to, to make sense. and I'm going to try that out. So, sh- so we sit down at the table like, all right, Sam, what's your adventure? She pulls out her computer and sets up the Dungeon <laughs> Master screen. It's like, oh, this is, this is a lot more than I thought this, this was going fancy. to be. <laughs> Buckle in. I've got 20 hours of content. Are either of you still running a game right now, or is it more of like whenever it happens, or whenever you find more puppies? No, but <laughs> no, but um, once I uh, pretty soon in a month or two, I want to ch- DM on the channel again, and I'd like to take a look. <laughs> <laughs> just as a whole or just the Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters Twitter or just all of Twitter all of Twitter who took over the Twitter last time oh okay. I was Both first did it. I was first yeah the bird broke it in as far as the experiment was concerned um, and, and, and then you Sam took Twitter off the phone and so then I couldn't check my results on my thing <laughs> because I don't watch you on Twitter all the time I look at twitter.com <laughs> I go to Twitter.com. That's, that's my, my prerogative yeah. as a father. <laughs> I look at Twitter.com and I search up Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters. Okay. And Any more questions? Well, well, hold on. I don't. I don't feel like that you actually fully answered the questions around the room because you said a couple of <laughs> things, but we don't have a lot of context around them. So, so yes. So we did a couple of like uh, one yeah. shots where Sam uh, was the DM on the show, and I think that we'll, we'll probably do some more things like that again um, in the future. But I want to get a couple more regular episodes out there and released because we kind of got out of our rhythm and the the sequence of it and so i think i want to get a little bit more time out there before we throw one of those out and um or when i feel like that that i need a break then it's a great time to have that done and and then the reference to twitter is that again if that wasn't clear is that i actually let them take over uh at daughter dungeon our twitter handle for a weekend (laughs) and shockingly by the time that we were done they had gotten us like 50 more <laughs> followers by the end of the weekend <laughs> you guys know what you're right? doing well we are people that are people that people love my i took over on cinco de mayo neil maybe uh the dungeon master's blog Twitter. Yeah. It's, it sounds like a pretty yeah. good deal <laughs> would you guys like to handle roughly twelve thousand followers um <laughs> I don't see anything negative that could possibly come from this. <laughs> what is your favorite thing about your dad being your dungeon master? 
that I can goof off, but then he like doesn't scream at me too much. <laughs> like other dungeon masters would do. Good, good call. Answer. He lets me do a lot of stuff, like put stuff in my inventory. <laughs> you can't just write things in your inventory. Well, I get away. But with it makes it. sense. At one point, I'm guaranteeing you said you don't have it unless it's on your sheet, and then it's like. Problem I did, solved. Yes. Whenever I need something, I just put it on my sheet. Pandora's machine. box open, yeah, <laughs> or jar. It's totally my fault. It's totally my fault. <laughs> so, in those other games that you guys are running, do you guys do you have your friends playing those, or um, we had we, one of our friends try? Yeah, we had. He um he's got really into it. He. He said chairs. he his fly, fly I believe, is that he always throws chairs at Brenna. No, it was just every time he was angry, he yeah. throws a chair. At me. Yeah, and then he while said. we were talking about and flushing out the detail, suddenly that turned into that he carries around a little bar stool that he sits on, and then when he gets upset, he could stand up and throw the my, chair. See, that was my first <laughs> question was, like, that would be – Really inconvenient if, like, you're in the middle of the forest and he's just got to walk off back to town. Like, I'm so mad, but until I find a chair, (laughs) then you bring a chair with you. I like this problem solver. Mm. Or he's got to break out his carpentry skills and build a chair real quick. (laughs) He's like, I'm so mad. I can't. mad through the whole process. That's just too hard. I can't wait to throw this in four days. (laughs) At me. So, but, um, so yeah, so we've had one of their friends come over and, and do one game with us. Um, and in fact, they enjoyed it so much, uh, their dad actually went out and bought the D&D starter sets. And he's been oh, reading through amazing. that. And he's going to invite us over sometime and run us through that. Nice. Um, but um, I've, I've thrown it out to, to the girls that if they have other friends that they want to have come over and play, they're, they're more than welcome to. But uh, uh, I don't think you've extended the, the invitation to anyone as of yet, I have you? Not a lot of our friends are, um, how do I say? <laughs> <laughs> um, I shouldn't have laughed as hard as I did at that. <laughs> well, so you see, I guess not a lot of our friends are nerds at D&D. Do you think that once they sat down and actually tried it, that they would enjoy it like you did? I don't know. You don't know? Okay. We've, got a, we've already found out a winning formula of puppies mage hand mm. and whiskey who's not gonna <laughs> like this game when you guys dm when you guys dungeon master do you do different voices for characters and then if you do can we hear one of your favorite voices i do not you do um, not okay yes and okay. my favorite voice is hello well, no, 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 that's not it. What's Francil's voice? Well, what was Francil's voice? Francil had kind of a... Well, like, uh, it was almost like a Swedish chef type of voice. That, <laughs> well, he- well, hello. Hello. Hello, I'm Francil. Dad, I bet your favorite is Greg. See <laughs> 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 Greg's voice. I- I do like doing Greg's voice because it annoys them really badly. <laughs> Those are all winners. They're, they're, oh, man, I can't believe how upset they were when I brought Greg back from the dead. 
<laughs> well, no, not for the dead, not for the dead. But he was a character introduced fairly early on, and then I think it was like, gosh, almost twenty episodes before they had heard from him again. And we were like, <laughs> not this guy. Like seriously, he's still in love with me. And so, but, yeah, I, I, I really like, I really liked uh, the accent you did for 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 Francel. Francel? Yeah, cause, yeah, because it was like, Hello. yeah, it was like a Swedish Hello. chef. Yeah, Hello. it was great. Francel. I'm I do think that you need to go back and try and work on your New York accent again and bring that mm. back because that was Amen. fantastic when you were in the play for that. Oh, but I have like a script. Oh, yeah. I need a script. You need a script to do the New York accent? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I still have my script. But you know, it's like it's when you're doing voices and NPCs, you can do accents or you can make your voice higher, you can make your voice lower, or just try and add a little bit of texture. To it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I also have done a an a, like a Swedish voice, like an Augustus Skilly. Oh, the, like a uh, a German, like a German accent. Like yeah. Augustus, I was Augustus Skilly. <laughs> Augustus, is young. Do you like do you, do you like chocolate? I want the chocolate. That's perfect. You want the chocolate? I've got one more question. I've got the most okay. important question that we will ask you. That's not true. Yes. Which do you like better, dungeons or dragons? <laughs> dungeons, because I can throw Sam in it. I told you she's She's bump. evil. She's evil. I like daughters. Mm, well done. That's a great. Okay. Door number three. We tricked you. We have one more question. If people want to hear more from you guys, then they need to go to iTunes or any other podcast place, or and they need to I look hop. up your podcast, which is called what? Dungeons and Dragons and Dollars! And Dilly Bars! Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters. All right, we're going to wrap up the interview, so girls and Kurt, say goodbye to the listeners. Okay, bye. Bye, everyone. Curdy and Mia and Bird say bye bye. Bye. Goodbye. 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 And let's head to the mailbag of holding. But they have been asking for their mail on a daily basis. It's all they're talking about up there. That right there is the mail. Now let's talk about the mail. Can we talk about the mail, please, Mac? I'm dying to talk about the mail for you all day, okay? So we're back to the mailbag of holding where we have ideas, questions, and all kinds of other amazing things from you, the listener. Today, we're going to be looking at an email from McKinsey where they had an absolute treasure trove of information, but there's a yes, couple pieces. Did. Yeah, it's it's a lot. And Hard we're going to pick. pick it. Yeah, we're going to pick out a couple pieces to talk about, namely the idea that their players figured out, you know what? We've done it. We've made enough money and we don't need to fight this end boss and we're going to leave now. <laughs> And I love that, Join, as the DM, they went with it. They're like, okay, you guys feel that you've made enough money and you're going to move on. But then the question comes in that it was a fire giant with a portal to limbo inside their torso was the final boss. And I want to know so many things about this fire giant with a portal to limbo. Like, was it visible? Is that one of the special moves they had where they pick up a player and after a grapple check and a failure, like the player's stuck in limbo now? Like, what's going on? So, yeah, like you see this 
this armor built on this fire giant and where its stomach should be, it's like ripped open and just this vortex is going. I To me, like just saying fire giant, I would see that as a PC and think, no, 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 this is like a titan of old created, like came to this world before it was created. Like fire giant doesn't seem to do it justice if it has a portal to limbo in its torso. Ugh. And did they know? Did they know that it had a portal to limbo? Is that why they're like, yeah, we've made enough money before dying. So we're going to leave now before we get sent to limbo because we don't want to go there. And that also, the other piece that kind of comes with that that I wanted to also throw out there and highlight is that the repercussions of their decision changed the entire world. And that is, I mean, in my opinion, that's exactly what you do with loose threads. Like you don't, maybe it doesn't bear fruit right away, but you have stuff that you can use and you don't let that go. Like, yeah, you guys chose to walk away and the repercussions of that choice are X, Y, and Z because you have a fire giant with a portal to limbo and it basically changed how magic functioned in their world. And that is absolutely amazing. And I feel inspired by you, McKinsey. This is important for us as DMs and for creators of homebrew worlds. We have sometimes such a set structure of how our campaign is supposed to end so that our world can be changed or stay the same, whatever it is, in the way that we have in our minds figured it out. But what players are the best at doing is throwing curveballs at us and choosing things that we're not expecting. And when it even comes down to the big final battle, potentially they don't just take that big boss down. They walk away. They make allies with it. They make a deal with this. All these could be viable options. And as a DM, sit there and ask yourself, why not? Let's have the world change based on this crazy decision the player made, let me not be so fixed on what way this campaign should end in my mind. Yes. So, the big takeaway. Put a portal to somewhere else inside your monsters. It will not go wrong. <laughs> so, again, just thank you, McKenzie, for writing in and giving us all of these cool ideas to talk about. Well, we hope that you have enjoyed that episode with Sam and Birdie from, and of, oh, I'm forgetting Kurt. Kurt was there as well from Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters. I think that that, I mean, that was just such a blast, Neil, to record with the girls, uh, to get the answers to all the questions that we asked them and plenty more information as well. Definitely. And I could definitely see how someone would listen to that episode and completely forget that Kurt was even there. It was <laughs> Sam and Birdie stole that show. That's for sure. They stole it. They, they would forget we're there as well. Probably. But anyway, if our listeners would like to get in touch with us, you can email us at dungeonmasterblock at gmail.com. Send us an email about how you have played games with your with your kids or answer some of the questions that we ask the girls on this podcast. If you like what we do here at the Dungeon Master Block, please take five seconds of your time, head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star review. 
With that five-star review, we, of course, will give you a shout-out on the show, just like we did for DM Boats and Lows and all the other ones on this episode. And definitely head over to Twitter and follow us at DMS underscore block and like us on Facebook where you can follow everything we post and all of the fun stuff that we do. And as always, the Dungeon Masters Block is a proud member of the Block Party Podcast Network where you can check out other shows like Geek Wars, We're So Bad at Adventuring, and the GM Showcase, and many more. That's it for this episode of the Dungeon Masters Block, the place where we come to talk about the Dungeon Master, the most important person in the game, the only person capable of playing God, killing characters, and lowering the egos of all other people at the table. I'm DM Neil. Good night and good luck. And keep on Dungeon Mastering. question we can ask while he's gone. Hurry, go. Mm. Uh, I'm back. Oh, she's taking over the show. Everybody (laughs) here, I'm here. Yeah, I'm right here. Oh, Oh, that was quick. (laughs) You have a mutiny on your hands. (laughs) Every every time we sit down, it's a mutiny. Loser, but I'm doing the wrong here. No, that's actually the right one. Oh. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was rhubarb pie. Yeah. No, 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 no. I have Ooh. apple pie. No, you don't. It's, if it's not in your inventory, you don't have it. Give me my inventory. <laughs> Give me my sheet and a pencil. I'll solve that problem right now. Want to make a sandwich? No, you say it like this. I want the chocolate. <laughs> I want the chocolate. No, it's, we don't say Z. We say Z. I want the chocolate. I want <laughs> the chocolate. Pronounce the V. I want the chocolate. I want the chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's I want the I want to suck the blood. <laughs> I want to suck the blood. Good old German vampires. <laughs> <laughs> the mummy vibe. Yeah, so instead of blah blah blah, do they say blah blah blah? Blah blah. The mummy vibe. I'm a vampire. No, I, I do not say blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs>